Okay, talk to Gamora. <clears throat> what was that? He took his kids to Yeshiva. Okay. Talk to Gamora. <clears throat> um, we are. Everybody, we're getting into Gamora and Nanal from Beis Tana. What we learned in Abraisa. Anyone did not see the Simchas Beis HaShe'eva, did not see true Simcha in his days. Mishalei Ra, Yerushalayim, V'tefaratalei Ra, Krach Nechma, whoever didn't see Yerushalayim in its glory, did not see a delightful city in his days. Excuse me, Mishalei Ra, Beis HaMikdosh, Someone who did not see the Beis HaMikdosh in its height of of built, building, by Ra, Binyan, before many of them did not see a Beautiful building in his days, ever. My he, which Pesamigdash are we referring to? Meaning to say, since the Mishnah says it, Mestamet's referring to the second Pesamigdash. And it can't be referring to the part of Nehemia, because that, as Peretz quoted, yes, it was, he was mentioned, he was referencing, we know it was less beautiful than the first. So if he saw it, so it wasn't the first, so which one was it? Was the second one? This is referring to the Hordis's re, um, what's it called? Refurbishing, thank you, of the Mesamigdash with my banye, with what did he build it? This is the end of the second, right? Or whatever. In other words, it couldn't, you're talking about a beautiful building. You're, you can't be talking about the one of the Chemya. You're, in other words, we're just we're getting to the answer of who it is. Huh? We can't because he wasn't there. Mishlei Ra, it sounds like he was there. Utana. Oh. Omar Rava. What? Inside the building? No, no, the same thing on the other I don't know. Something's wrong with it. Omar Abai, Omar Rava, Rava said, Ba'avne shisha umarmaro, with stones of marble, green marble, and white marble. Ikda Amri said, Ba'avne shisha kuchla umarmaro. Some said it was green marble, blue marble, and white marble. Apik safa vayel safa came out a row and went in a row. Kihegi de la kaval sida so that she makaval the sid. Um. I saw another that he said that he wanted to make it that he'll, he wanted to coat it with silk, with gold. So he'll put, he's not going to put it directly on to the marble. He's going to first put Sid all over the marble and then put gold on that or something. I don't, I don't understand the Metzis unless you said like the other Mahalach of putting it in the back so you can put gold in the front. Um, he wanted, he was thinking, Hordas was thinking to coast coat it with gold. said to him, leave it. This is better. Because it looks like the um, waves of the ocean, of the sea. Fine. So leave it like that. Okay. This is where we got off to yesterday. Shisha, shisha is green marble, marmara is white marble, kuchla is blue marble. 
Okay, Zok Timur Vat. Tanya, we learned in a bride. Yehuda, Oimer, Yehuda said, Mi Shalai Ra, anyone who did not see, Diuflustoin, Shalak Sandrio, Shomitzraim, Diuflustun, Rashi says, is a compound word. It means they used to have this big, I guess you could call it chamber, this big, you know, place with like a Knesset, a Congress, a double row of benches. Diu means double. Um, pull means, plu means um, uh, officers. And stun or something is, is referring to the, I guess, of the big people. I'm sorry, double, double. Pekitzer, it was a humongous room with double, um, double things. It's Pekitzer, Diaflustum, in short, in French and in Greek, is going to be like a humongous auditorium or chamber or, or uh, I don't know, whatever, whatever you want. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. A person who did not see the Diaflustum of Alexandria, Shomitzrayim, a person who did not see this humongous Colosseum, so to speak, of Alexandria, Alexandria of Mitzrayim, did not see in the honor of Klal Yisrael. Amru, they said, about this Diophlustun, Kimin Basileki Gedoy Lahaisa, there was this high, Sileki, Rashi says it's like a big place, but it's like a high sealed um, building, kemin basileki gadayla, like a like a very high ceilinged room. Stav lefnimi stav, row and benches in front of others. So there were rows of benches just going back, like I guess like an auditorium kind of thing. Pa'amim shahayuba. At times there were so many people in there that there were pa'amim. There were times shahayuba that there were in there kiflayim. Double the amount of men leaving Mitzrayim, meaning double 600,000. 1.2 million people in this place. Yeah, that's what it says. And there were in this building, Ayin Aleph, which is 71, Katitrois, chairs, like fancy chairs, Shalzahov of gold, Keneged, corresponding to Ayin Aleph, the 71, Zekenim, the Bach adds, of the Sanhedrin Gedoylov, the Sanhedrin, meaning they were making a Sanhedrin over here, like Napoleon wanted to do, and like uh, more recently, there it's Israel, there were those who were trying to put that together in the past 50 years, but al so yeah, so Alexandria of Adam, yeah. Yeah. Why would they what do you mean? I mean this is a hidden. Hidden are doing this. Yeah, Jews, Jews. Yeah. Kol achas achas. Each one of these chairs of these katedrois, is not less. Was not worth less. Or didn't weigh less. It's a whole shiloh. Me'esrim ve'echad ribay kikrei zohov of twenty-one ten thousands. Ribay is ten thousand. So 210,000, I think the Aruch Laner says that it must be Dinrei Zohov, because Kikrei Zohov is a little bit too much. The Kikar is a talent. I mean, it's just, 
You know, let's put it this way. Haman was offering 10,000 talents, 10,000 kikar, kesef, for Klal Yisrael. For each chair. So I think the Archoner says that it must be um, din rezov or something like that. Like upon him, each one of these chairs is worth that much or something like that. Ubima shall eats and a platform, a bima, a bima of wood, the emtsa isa was in the middle. The chazan hakneses and the chazan hakneses. Now the chazan over here is not referring to the chazan, what we call the chazan. It's referring to the gabai. Okay. Excuse me. The chazan hakneses, the shamish hatzibur. Rashi says, Oymet Aleha, he would stand on this bima. And he had in his hand handkerchiefs, says the Mishnah. Once he reached the time, to answer Amen, meaning they weren't able to hear anything. Imagine you have such a big place, the Chazan's all the way up front, wherever he is, doesn't make a difference. And he says, he's up to, he says, time to say Amen. So the people in the back have no idea that it's time to say Amen. So Kivan Shehigia Lana Summer, once they reach a time to say Amen, Hala, this person, Mainif Basudur, he would wave the handkerchief. And everyone would answer Amen. That was their cue to say Amen. The halach is you're allowed to say Amen if you hear, if you know what they're going to be saying. All of them are facing the same All of them are facing the probably. We'll see in a moment why. What do you have, Zorik? What's wrong? Everyone's facing forward. No, they're facing in the middle of the circle, facing towards him. So what's inspired him down like this, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inspired him down like that. No, they they stand the other way, but but their seats. That's the way they made it. And you go to, I mean, I've been to inspired the shuls in in our that are like that. Um, you know, small things, but in in you see pictures from Iran. That, that's what the shuls look like. And they would not sit, all of these, these multitudes of people, they would not sit, mixed up, meaning haphazardly. Ella, rather, the goldsmiths would sit by them in their own place, the and silversmiths would sit in their own place, and blacksmiths would, yeah, iron people, people working with iron, blacksmiths would work and their own, they would sit in their own place. And the coppersmiths, people dealing with copper, they would sit in their own place. And weavers would sit in their own place. Gardiam are weavers. Each, they were like different sections in the shul. And it's interesting actually in Europe, they used to have different shuls, the tailor shul, the shoemaker shul, they used to have like different shtiblach. I wonder if it came from here. Now, why would they do it this way? Why would they sit like that? So the Gemara, the Brisa says, when an ani would enter the shul, he would recognize, he would see where his, um, the people that have a job, it was his trade, he would, he would see where they are. V'nifne l'sham. And he would turn to go to them. And from there, 
he would have his sustenance, meaning he would get a job. And he would thereby be able to support his family. Meaning, so the, the price is saying the reason why they sat like this was so that you'd be able to identify. Imagine you come into a big place, and here in Shul, you know everyone, right? So you can figure out where to get a job. If you don't know everyone, you have 100,000 people, so where am I supposed to go? This person is sending me to this person, to that person, to the other person. Here are the blacksmiths, here are the goldsmiths, there are the, you know. I saw an interesting shot, another shot for why they sat like this, is because there's a rule of Uman Soine Bali Umnasai. A trade, a, 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 a uh, artisan hates, I'm using the, it's a strong word, but he hates his competition. So to avoid problems of talking during davening, so you put them together. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet because I'm afraid I'm going to give away my trade secrets and who knows what the next person's going to hear on them. So that was what, that was another mahalach that I saw in the Gemara. Omar Abaye, that was the price. Omar Abaye, Abaye says, Vikulu and all of these people, Katalinhu, they were killed by, or who, they were killed. They change it because it wasn't Alexandrus Mugton. They say it was Tarkinus. Tarkinus, killed all of these people. The whole beauty of, of, uh, of Alexandria and this whole thing, they were killed out by Tarkinos, the, the girl changes it to. My time and Shu, why do they get an Oynish? Meaning, why do they get Mamish all destroyed and wiped out? My time and Shu, why were they punished? Because they were in violation, they were violating a high crowd. This Pasuk, Loisaisifun, Loshu, Vadere, Chaze, Oid. You should no longer go down this path, meaning to Mitzrayim. The Inu Hadur Asu, and they came back. So since they were they were over this Isser, the love and the Torah, you shouldn't go back on this way. Since they violated that, therefore they get wiped out. Which is a wonder. It's a, it's a, what does that mean? It's a love. Sachah called it's a love. So there's two Mahalchim that I'll share. There's not even Mahalchim, but two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll tell you two mahalachim. One mahalach is that really it wasn't for this. It wasn't because of this love that they were over that they got this punishment. But rather, their great great grandfathers had asked Gedalia ben Achikam, I think it was. He asked them. They asked him if they should go down to back to Mitzrayim. Why they should go? It's not Megiah for now. They asked if they should go, and they said no. But they went anyways. So because of that, they're getting the punishment now. Ah, you lost the kasha. That's what I think the Marshall says. Ah, you lost the kasha. For one second. The Pasuk says, Children don't get punished because of the father's sins. So how could they get the punishment because of what their father violated and went against what the Navi said? But that's only true if the children are not following in the footsteps of their fathers. But here they followed, they're continuing their footsteps of the fathers. So they get the real, the, really the punishment is not, excuse me, the punishment is not just because of the pasuk, the love that says don't come down here. The punishment is because they went against the Navi. And for that taka, you get a, it's taka za oinish. Why? That's not, we're not getting to cheshben and But the point is, it's not just the love. That's one mahal. The second it's the mahal, same to stay as it is to, as it is to come? Hi, I didn't realize you were there. Um, that's a shy, that's another shy. It's machlaikas, it's machlaikas whether Sifun, the Pasuk that says, that's how some want to learn how 
you're allowed to go because as long as you're not on the same path. But others don't. Others learn that. Just no, 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 no. no, uh, no uh, I'm saying if you didn't go, somehow you were forced into Mitzrayim, and you you just are there. That's the same. As, staying is the same as coming. Yes, according to some shittas, and I'll tell you a second mahalich, and this second mahalich is related to what you just said. Why? What was our question? Because of one love, they're going to be over it. You ready? This, the Gemara says, if you have to feed someone a nevela, if I have a shayla, what to do? I have to feed someone on Shabbos. Let's say I have to feed him five pounds of meat for him to get better. So what should I do? Should I shecht a kosher animal? Or should I take a nevela, an animal that was shechted already? I'm sorry, the animal that's dead, but it's nevela, or a chazer, whatever it is, and give it to him. And which one, which iser should I be over? The Gemara says, Gemara Numa, excuse me, Hakala Kaltchili, you do the light, the, the, the smaller, smaller iser first. You always want to do the smaller iser, the Rabbanon, the rice, etc. But if I have to give him two kizetsim, if I have to do more isurim, so then it's better for me to violate one iser shechita and then give him kosher meat than to, for him to be over numerous isurim of um, nevelo. So over here, they were in violation shtendik, means continuously, of this iser, every moment that they were living in Mitzrayim. So it's not just one love, it's building up one on top of the other. That's why they get such a chamer dika einish. Once I have you on that, I am mar dika vart. The Pasuk says, Can I ask you a question? Um, I'll let you know. I'll you. No, I was going to ask you on the question originally. Your question yeah, is yeah. based on what the punishments are for Lavin, but Bidei Shemayim, we have no idea what the punishments are supposed right. to be. Or are you assuming that a Lav... I mean, ultimately a Lav is damaging your Neshama to levels we can't imagine. And if Bidei Shemayim, they decide that if even, even a little Lav, you might think right. it's little. Right, the, the question is assuming that it's... You know, there, there have been Gimel Chamuras of Klai, yeah, the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, but it's, the question is, uh, yes, is making an assumption that for a love, well, for just a love, we don't know the, we don't know the, the Chamur, but it's making an assumption. The Pasuk says, People, trickers, and people, to referring to people who lend beribis, will not have half, the, they will not live half their days. So, frekt, I forget maybe I forget who asked the question. It could be Zabani Yoda, somebody like that. Asks, I mean, they live to, you know, they live for 90 years. How can you tell you mean they don't they don't live half their lives? Zakta like this. The Gemara says Yitzchak Avinu is the one that is a a defender for every yid. I mean, it's when Hakshem was going to the others to look for his chosim for Kalisrom. So Yitzchak Avinu said, What's the problem? They live 20 years. I'm sorry, they live 70 years. Okay? The first 20 years, they're not high. They're not liable to a certain degree. So there's 50 years. Then, from those 50 years, 25 of those years, they're not being over any surum because they're sleeping. Okay? Ah, you could be They're sleeping. It's time for sleeping. So therefore, it's only 25 years. So then he says, okay, you take 12 and a half, and I'll take 12 and a half, and everything's good. Zokt, 
whoever this, whoever it was, is like this. A person who malva berivis, he is someone, he's sleeping in bed, he's being oiveri surim, nachisurim, nachisurim, because of the ribis that is accumulating through the time. Their days will not be cut, meaning they won't have that schus. That Yitzchak Avinu said that cut their days in half because they're not doing Averis the whole time because they're sleeping. No, sometimes a Malva Beribis, he doesn't have that schus. That was completely off topic. Let's go back to the Gemara for a couple more lines. Ki also, when, when he came, meaning when, uh, when uh, what's his name? Tarkinos came to Alexandria, Ashkechinu, he found the Havokoru Besifra, that they were learning, um, they were learning uh, from the Torah. Ashkechinu, they found, he found the Havokoru Besifra, they were learning Torah. The Pasuk said, Yisa Hashem Olecha, Hashem will bring on to you Goy Meirachayk, a foreign nation onto you. will bring on a foreign nation onto you to uh, destroy you, basically. Omar, he said, meaning Tarkino said to himself, Michti, since, or let us see, however you want to, however you're comfortable, Michti, since Hahu Gavra, this man, meaning himself, Boi Lemesei Svinto Ba'asara Yoimi, Hahu Gavra, this person, meaning himself, Boi Lemesei, he wanted to come, Meaning, I wanted to come, Safinta by boat, Yoimi. I was traveling on a 10-day journey from where I was to come here to Alexandria to fight against whatever. Either the Yidin there or the whole country, whatever. I don't know exactly the situation. So since I wanted to come on a 10-day journey, boy, Lemese Svinta Yoimi, I wanted to come on a 10-day journey by boat. And Dal Yezika. Zika is a wind. A wind, Dalia lifted up his boat, so to speak. And the boat came in five days. So I see that Hashem is behind me as the faraway nation coming onto you to destroy you. He fell on them and he killed them. That was the end. That was the proof that he is the fulfillment of the Pasuk. For him, yeah. I mean, we see Manu Chavanetza, the same thing. So you see that he was supposed to be the one, and therefore he killed the people of Alexandria. A couple more lines. The, the Mishnah said, they would build, they would go down, um, they would go down to the Ezesnashim, and they would make a big tikkun. What does that mean? Says the Gemara, my tikkun gadol. What is this tikkun gadol that's being made? Amar of Elazar, of Elazar said, "Ka'isa shashaninu." It's referring to that which was taught. Chalaka ha'isa barishayna. It was smooth, meaning it was straight in the beginning. The areas um, around the Ezos Nashim, the hikifua gezustero, and they surrounded it. They put out like overhangs, so to speak, on the outside around the Ezos Nashim, the Hiskinu, and they were Mesakin, Shiyunashim Yoishwais Milmala, that the women should sit above on a balcony, Va'anashim Milmata, 
and the men should sit below. That was the takana which they made, and that was the tikkun godas. The Gemara will explain why this is a tikkun godal, but you see it's clearly just to, to, the, to divide the genders, to keep from mixing, and kalos roish. That was the tikkun godas. It says again, in Midas, the chalaka haisavarishayin originally was straight out, just different areas, but on one level, they put on, they put on these uh, like overhangs, like uh, two by fours kind of things to put down a floor, and then they made a balcony, and the women were above, and the men were on the bottom. What's Kazutra? What? What's the word Kazutra? Kazustra is like a, is, I think it's not referring to the overhang itself, but referring to the, you know, like when you have a porch, sometimes you can have like these two things sticking out that you put the porch on top of. I'm not imagining it. Oh, yeah. Didn't, didn't we have Kazustra? Yeah, there it was. There it was referring to the porch themselves, but here it's it means that they, it basically means a balcony of sorts, but I think it's like an overhang and like something sticking out over the, out of the rishus. That's what it was with the sukkah. It was the right, right. I, I, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, 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 are, you guys, are you guys able to learn? Okay, fine. Whoever's able to.